The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I would never do that to you guys. It is a finish strong Friday. Even my daughters know this. I'm going to bring it for you. My guy GC, Greg Cosell, at Greg Cosell is going to bring it for you. You know why? Because you guys are all winners, and we love winners, especially on Friday. I want winners. I want people that want to win. I want people like Andrew Rea, R-A-Y-A. Andrew, you are the spread the word winner via social media this week. Andrew liked some of the at Ross Tucker pod posts on Instagram, multiple. I saw that, Andrew. I saw you, buddy. You liked several of intern Casey's posts at Ross Tucker pod. So you are the spread the word winner via social media. Sponsor confirmation email winner, Ben Massey. You got it, bro. You took advantage of the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You put the code Ross in. You're getting my NFL PA ID card. So I'll have to check your email. But just in case, Ben, send me your address, ross at rostucker.com, and I will go ahead and send you my NFL PA ID card, which is pretty cool, pretty cool thing for you to be able to have out and about around town. Uh, the YouTube subscriber shout-out, that's going to go to Norm Fazekas. So, Norm, email me. I saw that you signed up and subscribed at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I'll give a shout out for whatever you want. You want to shout out for you, your wife, your buddies, your fantasy league, your kids. You tell me it'll be just like the ones I do at Cameo. I will give you a Cameo style shout out for being a YouTube subscriber. And then last but not least, we have a new patron and his name is Steve Clinton. And he specifically sent me a message via patreon.com slash RT Media. Here's what it says. Fantastic show. Especially love Cosell's concepts. Ross and Greg are among the most knowledgeable experts I've listened to, and I'd say it's the best partnership of high-level minds I've found working together on a consistent basis. Have been binging 
while I run and learning a ton from every episode. Hope I can do my small part to keep the discussion going. Well, Stephen, you can. A, welcome to the patron family. And B, good timing with that message because it's a Greg Cosell, Cosell's Concept Friday. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Greg, always good to talk with you. Always good to see you at Greg Cosell on Twitter. He's a bunch of places these days, including Fantasy Points. You guys might have heard me yesterday say I'm announcing four the last four people to be in the best ball draft with me and Joe next Thursday. So go ahead, go to fantasypoints.com so you can read all of Greg's breakdowns and you can go against me and Joe. You just have to make sure you use the code FEAST, all caps, when you do. Greg, good morning. How are you? Ross, good to be with you as always. Likewise. So how about that message from Stephen Clinton? He said, it's the best partnership of high-level minds I've found working together on a consistent basis. I'll take it, Greg. I, I, I am very accepting of compliments. Uh, he must be talking about you, Ross. I just show up on Fridays. Well, listen. You went to Amherst, which is like <laughs> going to an Ivy League school. I went to Princeton, but you got into Amherst. Did you get in for sports, Greg, or was it based solely on your academic merit? Well, Amherst is Division Three; They don't give uh, athletic scholarships. So even though I did play sports there, um, I did play basketball, uh, I like to think I got in based on my, my academic merit, or at least I keep telling myself that. Well, considering the valedictorian of my high school who had 1550 SATs didn't get into Princeton or Harvard my year, and I did, I'm quite confident it was not solely academic merit. <laughs> but that's okay. Hey, it doesn't matter. Everybody gets in for a reason. I'm wearing my orange Princeton shirt today. Uh, so, Greg, it's interesting. You and I were texting earlier in the week. We have gone through what I would call most of the core concepts, coverage, protection, run game, defensive fronts, etc. And now we're getting into things that I feel like are a little bit more strategy, a little bit more trends. And right. these are things that you've talked about over the last couple of years, I've noticed, and they've increased. And we've touched on it maybe when talking about coverage or when talking about blitzing or, or protections, but I feel like they're increasing in importance. And I want to try to nail down with you why and get our listeners ahead and viewers, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, get them ahead of the game when it comes to trends in the NFL. And the one, the first one I'll point out that you've mentioned a couple times over the last year or so is that more teams are playing man-to-man than they had in recent years, and it's more important to be able to have guys that can play man-to-man. Why is that, Greg? Well, there's a lot to unpack there. Defense is normally a reaction to offense, normally. So let's start at point A and start with offense. What has offense become in the NFL in terms of the pass game, Ross? It's become much quicker. There's a lot more three-step drop throws, quick five-step drop throws. So what does that mean? That means that it's not as likely that the pass rush is going to get there. Now, obviously, when you get into third and long yardage situations, that's a down unto itself. But in general, 
the passing games in the NFL have become quicker timing rhythm pass games. Uh, and for people who are into analytics, they can look up every year. It, it seems that the number of passes 10 yards and closer from the line of scrimmage increase in percentage. So what needs to be the response to the quicker passing games? If you know the pass rush is going is not going to get there, what must you disrupt? Because what is pass defense? Pass defense is a combination of pass rush and coverage. So if the pass rush will not get there, then coverage becomes of primary importance. And you cannot allow receivers free access, clean releases off the line of scrimmage on quicker game timing throws. So you must disrupt receivers. Doesn't all this make perfect sense? Yes, it does. So therefore, you you end up seeing more press man coverage because the defense must disrupt the timing of the pass game, and they can't do that with pressure on the quarterback. So they must do that by disrupting the route timing of the receivers. So I know, Greg, that it's been several teams that have done it. When I think about what you're talking about right now, and maybe it's because they've had so much success, I really think about Tom Brady a lot. I think of the middle of the field stuff, especially how often he used Welker, you know, back a decade ago, I guess 13 years ago. At Long this time. Point. Yeah, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah. My, my question is, who are the teams – that have done this the most that listeners can visualize that this is why the trend's going in this direction. Certainly I think of Brady and Welker. I think of Peyton Manning and some of the slot guys he had, but it it does seem like those are two of the guys that come to mind. I'm sure there are more, but when you look at this trend to shorter rhythmic passing game, shorter drops, ball out quick. What do you think the impetus was that was for that? And who are the teams that kind of started getting us in this direction? Well, I think it's relatively league-wide. And keep one thing in mind. The quarterbacks that are now coming into the NFL are quarterbacks obviously coming from college, playing in passing games that tend to be quicker as well, where there's not as much reading involved. We're not in the Bill Walsh era where you're teaching quarterbacks basically to go through progressions to get to the fourth and fifth receiver. So now what happens very often is pass games because of the kinds of quarterbacks that are coming into the NFL. For offense, it's play design and it's two two reads. And so everything ends up being quicker. That's kind of where the offense is going in the NFL. So teams play more man-to-man. And the team that most people will think about when it comes to playing man-to-man coverage, and a big surprise here because he's pretty much always ahead of the curve, are the Patriots and Bill Belichick. They play a ton of man coverage. And his disciples do as well, the Detroit Lions. Uh, They weren't very good at it because they didn't have really good players, but they played a ton of man coverage. But it's much more of a league-wide trend. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is the – influx of the RPO, the run-pass option game in the NFL, because that's also quick game throws. So what do you normally see with run-pass option? You see a a run, a shotgun fake handoff 
where four of the five offensive linemen run block and one guy usually pass protect. And those are quick throws. It seems like 99% of the time, Ross, those are quick slants, right? You can do a few other things, but it seems like 99% of the time, a quick slant is the pass off a run pass option. So again, you can't give the receivers free access off the line of scrimmage. Otherwise, the RPO is just pitch and catch. It's an easy completion because you're not going to get to the quarterback. Your defense starts flowing away from where the slant is because of the run action in the backfield and with the offensive line. So you need to disrupt receivers. And now there's been a lot of talk, and I know analytics people have discussed this. I see a lot of articles on social media. Years and years ago, everybody automatically said pass rush was more important than coverage. Now, there have been a lot of articles written that because of the changing nature of offense and the pass game in the NFL, that coverage is more important than pass rush overall. Wow. Uh, a lot there. Uh, and, uh, you know, a couple thoughts just as you say that. One of which would be, you know, I remember drafts, Greg, where they would say this guy's a perfect cover two corner. Right. Or even like this guy's long he's like an, an ideal cover three corner for Pete Carroll system etc are, are we to the point now where college corners that are primarily zone even if they're very good at it or they're thought to be zone type is their value significantly less now because of the trend towards more man-to-man yes and I think that even teams that play zone, I think we're seeing much more of what we would call man-match zone and far less of what we call landmark zone. You know, you go back years ago to Tony Dungy with the cover two, and that was landmark zone where underneath defenders would drop to a spot. Now it's much more based on pattern reading and man-match. You just can't let receivers run free through your secondary. And we, there's, that's a whole nother conversation, quite honestly, about coverage. But the general point is that unless it's really long yardage and you just play pure zone because you want the quarterback to throw it for five yards and you just rally up and tackle, um, there's a lot, of, a lot more man-to-man principles in zone coverage concepts. Even cover three, which theoretically is three deep defenders with a single post safety, even those corners on the outside, if the routes stay outside the numbers, it's essentially man-to-man because you've got to match up. Who else is, is there to play him? It's the corner. So even zone principles have far more man-match concepts tied to them in today's NFL. So because of these trends and because of offenses, ball out, shorter drops, you know, rhythm passing game – that really leads into our second part of this discussion, yes. which is the interior pressure and the importance there. I mean, Greg, I see now sometimes edge rushers have a really nice rush off the edge, but Brady or whoever drops back to maybe five yards, six steps up to three or four. They get around the corner at seven Brady steps up, delivers the ball in two seconds. I mean, unless you're beating the tackle clean, if right. you have to run the hoop at all, you, it, 
there, there's a lot of passes now where those guys really don't have a chance to affect the play very much. No, and and obviously, as we said, the 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 aberration, of course, is third and long, where pass rush for, from the edge is a factor. But for the most part, the quicker passing games on first down, normal down and distance situations where the ball comes out, edge rushers are not going to get there. So how do you disrupt the quarterback? You disrupt the quarterback by trying to get people in his face quickly and also getting your hands up. Think how good someone like J.J. Watt is when he lines up inside even if he doesn't get to the quarterback, you getting his hands up because there's a rhythm to the pass game. So his defensive linemen, interior defensive linemen, study their film and coaches help them with this, of course. There's a rhythm to the pass game. You know, most quarterbacks who are good, they can handle edge pressure as long as they can step up. If they can't step up, that's where the issue really arises. So in today's game, quick Inside pressure has become really, really important, more so than it was thought years and years ago, where pass games were built on deeper drop foundations. Now everything happens quicker. You know, it's why Aaron Donald gets big dollars. Chris Jones just got a big contract. These players are very disruptive inside players, and they become more critical to the NFL game on defense. Yeah, I mean, I, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but... I think – now, look, everybody still wants an edge rusher that can get double-digit sacks. They still want Chandler Jones. They still want Nick Bosa. I, I understand that. But it does seem like the opportunities for those guys to affect plays are – it's not nearly as much as it is for the inside guys. I mean, it's crazy how many times some of these better – especially the better veteran quarterbacks, it's almost like they go back to seven yards just to get that as the aiming point for the edge rushers. And they know full well they're stepping up to three or four yards. But they go back to seven because that's where the guys turn in the corner. And then they step up, and it's, it's, it's very difficult for those guys to get back to where they were. Yeah, and, and you know, keep in mind, too, that it's why teams look what the Saints did in the draft, drafting Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan, and they drafted Eric McCoy a year ago, and he's at center, and, and Ruiz will play guard. Saints for years have fortified their interior three on the offensive line because Breeze is a step up and is a step up quarterback. He can handle the outside pressure, um, and it's also another reason you're seeing, in my view, and again, I don't chart this just from the eyeball test of watching tape every single day. I think you're seeing more TE stunts in the game. And so people understand what that is, uh, what a TE stunt is. The first letter is for the the um, player who's the picker, and the second one is for the player who's the looper. So a tackle and stunt, a TE stunt, the tackle goes and he picks, and then the end loops around inside. So uh, essentially the end becomes an inside pass rusher. So you're seeing more of that to try to impact the interior. Um, now, are there games where edge rushers are big factors? People can just look back at the Super Bowl, and even though the 49ers lost, you know that Nick Bosa was a dominant force in that game. But then you're also facing a Chiefs offense that has deeper drops. It depends on the offense. But more NFL teams are more quick game uh, drops now, quick timing and rhythm pass games. 
Uh, a lot of good stuff there, Greg. The one thing that jumped out to me and the point that I guess I, I'll make is that the interior rusher, his pressure or just good rush is more disruptive yep. than the edge guys. So forget the sack numbers for a second. I agree with you. The interior guy, if he gets any push – if he shows any color, if he does anything, that's going to affect the quarterback. Whereas a lot of times, the edge guys might get a, have a nice rush. They might turn the corner. They might get pushed. But it doesn't really affect the quarterback. So I think often people look just as statistics. But I would argue, Greg, here's how I would describe it. On the plays where neither one gets a statistic, it's not a hit on the quarterback, it's not a sack, maybe it's not even a pressure, the interior guy still has a chance to affect the quarterback in the play where the edge guy really doesn't. Right. You know, sacks are one of those statistics that you can do with them what you want. They can be an overrated – I mean, unless a guy's getting 19 or 20 sacks, which obviously is a big number, but – Sacks can be a very overrated stat. You talk to any defensive coach in the NFL, the coordinator, the line coach, what are you trying to do? You're trying to speed up the quarterback. You're trying to make him play faster than he wants to. Uh, and, and many things can result from that. But you're trying to disrupt somehow the timing of the pass game. And that's how we started this conversation. It's getting tougher to do it with edge rushers it's becoming better to do it with inside rushers. But that's the other reason, as we started with this conversation, that there's more man coverage. You have to disrupt the timing of the passing game. So how do you do it? Greg, uh, awesome conversation. Incredible 20 minutes. It always is. Thank you so much. Already looking forward to what we come up with for next week with Cosell's Concepts. Make sure you're checking him out on Twitter, at Greg Cosell. And you can actually see, well, actually, you guys already know what Greg looks like from the NFL matchup show, <laughs> but you can still go to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL if you don't watch the matchup show. You're missing out, but you can see uh, Greg and I talk back and forth here on the show. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate it. Have a great one. Likewise, speaking of having a great one, anytime you are on a purple mattress, you are going to have a great one. It's so funny because Greg and I were just talking about the evolution, right? Well, technology has improved everything. Phones, cars, shopping. Yet, for how long mattresses have more or less been the same since the invention of sleep? We deserve better. We have better. It's purple. It's the purple grid. I have felt this. It is awesome. It's like a purple squishy grid. I gave the samples to my daughters. They love them. They like play with them. Purple is so confident in what they do that every Purple mattress comes with free shipping and returns and a risk-free 100-night trial. Experience the next evolution of sleep. Go to purple.com slash Ross and use promo code Ross. For a limited time, you'll get $150 off any Purple mattress order of $1,500 or more. That's purple.com slash Ross, promo code Ross, for $150 
off any mattress order of 1500 or more terms apply. Ducks takes. All right, Ross, let's start with the team formerly known as the Redskins. They officially declared that they're going to be called, wait for it, the Washington football team all season. And I know it took them a long time to come up with that name. So, dude, I got to tell you, Andrew Brandt's been on fire lately. He's been on fire lately. I mean, Andrew said a month ago that this is where we would get to in the NFL, NFL PA negotiations where it would come down to the money and things would be contentious. And now the NFL is leaking to Tom Pelissero that maybe they'll just have everything be virtual until they're able to agree to the financial pain that they're going to go through with the loss of revenue this season. He also, a week ago, said, I don't see how Washington gets a new name. You know, the activation, the merchandise, all the logistics that go into it. I'm just saying, if you listen to this podcast and you listen to Andrew Brandt, you are ahead of the game. You know what's going to happen before it happens, and you can tell your friends. It's really, really impressive. Uh, I would say this. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted the pics yesterday. I think the uniforms look awesome. I think the uniforms look really cool, actually. And they're going to have the numbers of the players on the helmet. I think it looks awesome. I, mean, I think they might – maybe they'll just keep it. Maybe they'll just be the Washington football team. I don't know. But they look pretty darn cool, the uniforms. They had some images of Dwayne Haskins I thought looked pretty awesome. And for all the reasons Andrew has mentioned, it does make sense for them to be the Washington football team all season because there's a lot of things they need to get done before they can pick a new name. And when they pick that new name, they want you to be able to buy, buy, buy the T-shirts right now. So they're actually going to double dip, Bri. They're going to get everybody to buy the Washington football team stuff for this year. And then when they get a new name next offseason, you're going to have to buy that stuff too. They might as well just switch it every year from a, uh, I mean, I guess that's not good for branding, but just have people keep buying new stuff. Ducks takes. All right. Other news includes head coach Mike Zimmer on the verge of getting a new contract in Minnesota. Jets owner Woody Johnson being investigated for alleged inappropriate comments and the NFL announcing that any fans at games this year will have to wear face coverings. Can you pronounce the word before inappropriate comments again? Alleged. Okay. Because it sounded to me, we can check the tape, but it sounded to me like the first time you said it, you said alleged. I guess I do say that sometimes. I don't know why. But I I guess that's kind of like Wilston Whilst. Either one is will work, right? No, they won't. I've gotten slaughtered for that. I got a couple tweets from people at Ross Tucker NFL. You're at Ross Tucker Pod, and the folks on our private Slack channel. Michael Newman even sent me like a YouTube video where you can hear the person say, "Whilst, whilst, whilst, it's wild." Although uh, Johnny Utah responded that he felt like it was like Laurel. Like if you listen to it enough times, you can think they're saying "whilst," but I don't think either one's acceptable, Brian. I think you were right. I think it's whilst. I do think alleged or alleged, I do think that, I mean, it can't be both acceptable, right? It's either two syllables or three. 
Well, it would be allegedly. Yeah, it's probably alleged and allegedly. Yeah, so the first time you said it, you were probably wrong. I think you're just trying to make a point and get get a win on the board this week. Uh, well, you're the one that said it, but it did jump out to me, and I thought, here's an opportunity for me to pounce on Brian, maybe misspeaking and maybe tie things up for the week. There so, yeah, it did, the, the, the thought did cross my mind. So, for Mike Zimmer, very happy for him. He was the D coordinator when I was with the Cowboys. He's an awesome guy. Players love him. Very authentic and genuine. You know, I still remember when he was the D coordinator in Cincinnati and his wife passed away. Extremely sad. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful and happy for him. You know, I, I don't know if you remember this, Brian, but Steve Fezzik said on the Even Money podcast that Zimmer's a top five head coach in the NFL. He had him at number four. I didn't realize that. I mean, I didn't realize that, you know, Zimmer was thought of that highly. As for Jets owner Woody Johnson, you know, allegedly he made inappropriate sexist and racist comments he has denied them publicly the nfl has said to has referred to any inquiries to the state department which i don't really understand i mean shouldn't they investigate he's kind of the owner of the jets i don't know as for the nfl announcing any fans at games this year will have to wear face coverings i don't know how many fans will be at games this year and I guess I don't really understand this just in the sense that if you have 15,000 fans at the game because that's all you're allowed and you're going to social distance and they're outside, I don't know. I mean, if you're outside and you're socially distanced, do you have to have the face covering? I don't know. I mean, I get I get it, but I don't. I haven't heard very many instances of them believing that people got the virus from people being outside and socially distanced, but better safe than sorry, I guess. Ducks takes. Finally, Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill told ESPN that he thinks that they can win seven Super Bowls to top Michael Jordan's six in Chicago. What do you think? Now, why didn't you say four-letter network? I don't know. It sounds like you've got a beef with ESPN, so you won't refer to them as ESPN. I do some work with them, so I, I have no problem saying ESPN. Got it. I don't have a beef with them. It's just they're so first of all, they're they're just so huge that they don't really need any additional, you know, uh branding. Secondly, I mean, they know this now. I've talked to them about it now, but they really messed up not keeping me there on that podcast because we would have just kept growing that bad boy. It would have been huge. But anyway, it's all right. I've got no beef with them. I was I was happy for my three years there. It was a blast. Loved working with M-Dub. Loved working with Pod Vader. And got a lot of listeners for this show from it. So, loved it. Um, you know, the Chiefs are not going to win seven Super Bowls. They're not going to win five Super Bowls like Chris Jones said. Part of the reason why they're not is... Because of comments like this, that they, they just don't get it. Like they don't get, they were down by 10 
in the fourth quarter with like eight minutes left of this one. And yes, they've got a really nice roster and the GM and the head coach. But comments like this, I would say are concerning. Like if I were uh, a Chiefs fan, I think ambition is good. I think big goals are good. I think speaking of numbers of five and seven, how about getting two, bro? How about going back to back? How about being focused on this year? Like, I'm just telling you right now, I don't think the Chiefs are going to win it this year. I just think that they're um, – I'm not sure they're as focused on this season and the task at hand as they should be. Your task at hand is very, very simple. Get the DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone. No matter where you live, even if your betting isn't legal yet, There's other things you can do. There's other games you can play on the DraftKings Sportsbook app that are really, really fun. Either way, put the promo code Ross in so that when you deposit, you get up to the $1,000 bonus, whether that's right away in the states that are legal or later when your state goes legal. You can even place a pregame bet of at least $25 on your home team and for every home run they hit in that game, you'll get $5 worth of free bets. Pretty cool. Don't forget about the DraftKings Fantasy app, by the way. You can win a share of $1 million for this weekend's golf tournament. So you can also get the DFS app on your phone. And you can put the promo code Ross in there as well. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code Ross when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter code ROSS when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Speaking of with it, Bri, I am with an email question from one of our awesome listeners to wrap up the week. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. I just realized, by the way, that intern Casey, that little interlude or transition, the Ask Ross is burgundy and gold, like, you know, the team in Washington who I played for when they were called the Redskins. But that is no longer because the world changes. Uh, The email address, ross at rosstucker.com. It's really simple. If you essentially do anything that helps the show – I'll read and respond to your question right here on the show. So any promo codes for any sponsors, DraftKings, uh, BetQL, rate and review the show, Amazon, whatever. All right. Today's question. Hey, Ross, this is an off-field question. What are the players and organizations going to do with their charitable causes, the visits to hospitals, charity events, and other commitments are going to be severely hindered. Uh, that's what I'm uh, assuming with COVID-19. Do you have a take on that part? And 
what were your off-field deals when you played? Now, I'm hoping my charity event that was postponed from March still happens in the fall. I've been growing my beard and hair for 14 months now, raising money for childhood cancer, Brett Kiesel style, of course, for the St. Baldrick's Foundation for seven years now. I uh, will have to do a virtual shave otherwise. Over three to 500 men and women shave their heads just at my event in Denver every year. It is so much fun. Thank you very much. That is from Mike Shirk, who used the uh, our code over at Manscaped. So thank you, Mike, and thanks for doing that. That's very cool. Well, so many cool things here, right? So first of all, uh, Manscaped is like the perfect one of the perfect advertisers to, to do when you're talking about shaving things, right? I don't know if I would shave your head with it, but you can shave. Ooh, could have gone somewhere with a the joke there. Not going to do it. Uh, Manscaped is for your man parts. So that's number one. Number two is Mike Shirk is a tuckhead, an official tuckhead. He's part of our private Slack channel. He's awesome. He's added a lot to the group. Um, it's just cool. I don't know if it's the quarantine or whatever, but it's never been hopping like this on so many different topics, food, beer, movies. I mean, it's just awesome. The shows, of course, three to 500 men and women shaving their heads and for your event. That's incredible. Raising money for childhood cancer. Incredible. Mike's actually from State College. This is what's cool when we get email questions like this from Tuckheads because I actually know what Mike looks like. And I've talked to him a couple of times now on the virtual happy hour. So very, very cool. I think, Mike, almost all of the charity stuff has gone virtual. You know, I know like around here, you're from State College. Penn State always used to come to the medical center in Hershey to, to the children's center. But this year they just did it virtually uh, for all the reasons everybody already knows. So I think that's what's going to happen with all of the hospitals, charity events. So on the one hand, it's a bummer because the guys cannot go and make their in-person events. On the other hand, you know, with us living in a more of a virtual world, it's a lot easier to do stuff. Like you can do these virtual events everywhere. I mean, I've, I've gone on a bunch of virtual things. In fact, it's really funny timing. Maybe I'll post this on social. But right now you can bid on a meet and greet with me and my buddy Todd Rucci, who played for the Patriots. It's a, a one hour Zoom session for you and five of your friends. Uh, at the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Central Pennsylvania. Uh, so right now, I guess the bid's $300. So anyway, so uh, that's some of the things I do now. So I'm, I, I, I'm doing a virtual Zoom meeting, meet and greet with uh, up to six people, which should be really fun, just a, an hour talking ball. Like I said, maybe I'll post that so more people can bid on it. But a friend of mine is very heavily involved in the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. You know, when I played, I didn't have anything that was my own, Mike. But I participated in pretty much everything that other guys did or that the organization did. It, you know, I remember Bobby Mitchell, who passed away recently, um, was in Washington. And he said, when we ask this young man to do something, all he ever says is when and where. 
And that meant a lot to me because I didn't realize that they kind of were noticing that I was always saying yes. And so for every team I was on, certainly Redskins, Cowboys, Bills come to mind. I was like the go-to guy. I always said yes because, I don't know, I just, I know what it was like to grow up being a fan, right? And so I know how much it means to people. And I kind of felt like that was part of the job. So I always said yes. Anyway, great week. Unbelievable week of shows. Hopefully you guys can go back and check out some of the other ones that we already did this week. Fantasy Feast was awesome yesterday with Ian Hartitz from Pro Football Focus. Shout outs, Pizza Boy Brewing and DynastyFreaks.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.